West West, y'all. On some West Coast shit. You feel me? Because I know everybody in the West Coast. Everybody. Everybody. I wake up every morning on the same shit. Yeah. I smoke my wood to the roach like I ain't he rich. He smokes niggas wood. Niggas I used to hang with, it's still gang gang <laughs> with. Lamborghini outside, but nigga don't change yeah. shit. Don't change same shit. Nigga that gave you classic after classic. <laughs> yeah. I'm still chop rock and sip it plastic after plastic. <laughs> he didn't even Why used to pause that bar, yo. Take me on the yachts with him. Nigga, I smoke wood. Snoop. This nigga probably got a Glock with him. Facts. Smoke coming out the Rari hood. Nigga, I could fuck Nikki if Safari could. All right. What's up, my this is Ben. And we are through the crate, digging through cultural and current events through hip hop lens. Let's get to it. Let's do it, y'all. We are recording out of BSOP Studios. And guess what? Bitch sound better. Bitch. I like saying bitch. Yeah, boy. Let that shit breathe. You hear that? Broken home, you hear that? Not over you talking. Why the fuck you think we selling dope, nigga? You hear that? This for my dogs and my lokes, nigga. That. Gotta get our neck about these ropes, nigga. All right. Um, damn. It's a new year. Nip. Rest in peace, Nip. Yeah, rest in peace. But yo, it's a new year. It's 2020 right now. It's 2020. I don't know how we did that, but we made it to 2020. We made it to 2020. How dope is that? Fucking dope. How dope is that? Episode 121, though, bruh. That's wild. 121. It feels just like last year we was doing a party for episode 100. I know, right? And that shit was live. It was our number uh, number two um, streamed episode of the year last year. Yeah, it was fire. It was fucking fire, man. It was, it was great. Motherfuckers was, was fucking with us. Um, so yeah, obviously this is going to be a little different episode. This is our recap episode. We've done three of these now. Yes, we have. This is our third. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little different vibe, guys. I hope I hope you're ready for this. Yeah, this one's gonna be different in in the sense that like I, a lot of our our recaps before have been a lot more like in depth. This one's just gonna re- we're really just gonna focus on three subjects. We're gonna focus on albums. We're gonna focus on like news and politics, and focus on like just things that have happened in the culture. Yeah. Um. And we drinking too. And we drinking. Yeah, we drinking. You know, we we gotta start. We gotta start off the year the way we ended. Or started off our, our our podcast in general. Exactly. Drunk. <laughs> that's that's what we did. That's what we're trying to do. I mean, we're not as drunk as we were when the first episode. I wonder if any of you guys want to go back and listen to our first episode. You should. Then, you know what? And then like listen to and then like listen to this episode or like the last five episodes or yeah. whichever one you want. And then tell us how much we've grown or not grown. <laughs> yes, you can suck my dick as hard as you want online. That'd be great. Yes, that'd actually. be amazing. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's just, it's crazy, man. It is crazy to think about, like, literally starting on the, not a, I was going to say couch or sofa, but we started at my dining room table while my then girlfriend, not yet wife, was uh, playing uh, Witcher 3. Yeah, Witcher 3 on the PS3. Four. Xbox is, Four. Uh, PS4, excuse me. Xbox is still better. Um, uh, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> Melo did just say that Xbox was No, he said he always has an Xbox no, he said But that PlayStation it was better. is better um, I didn't hear anything else Go listen said. to our last episode, episode 120 with Melo uh, And he will tell you That, that Xbox PlayStation is better, is better. Thank Xbox you. is better all right, He also so, said Adidas better, thanks No, he's, yeah. he said Nike, he's worn all of his life um, I'm just kidding, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter They're both fucking Yeah, not, it's not like anybody yeah. endorses or sponsors no. us So fuck them all Fuck them all, fuck them all, fuck them all Until you give me a sponsorship I wear a FUBU <laughs> um, well, shit. Let's go ahead and get into a verse so that uh, we can go ahead and start this episode. All right? Yeah, because you know I'm so prepared right now. Um, I'm gonna start off this verse. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. Bam. I thought you were ready. You didn't say anything. Come on. Are you ready? Literally taking a breath. Like can no, I can it, I it breathe? Mo- you have to understand what dead. Space is when people are listening to a podcast, man. Are you ready? Niggas need breath. All right. Did you take your breath? Can you breathe? See a nigga in a red. Oh, fuck. I can't even read. Can I? No, can't, can't read. Can, can womp, I? Should have never taught y'all niggas octagon. All right. Here we go. <laughs> all right. Uh, see a nigga in all red from the north with the pole. It ain't Santa Claus. Brought my gifts to Atlanta. Smino. I'm Atlanta Claus. 
I can smell you pussy with the panties off. I been getting to the bread trying to keep this shit low. Sacrifice. But I ain't working, my. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, no sacrifices. Yeah. I know that first line for, like, because <laughs> it's what, what he wore he in the video. Right? Yeah, and what he, he had, yeah. What he wore in the video, too. See, they get all red for the wall. It ain't Santa Claus. I guess we're laying on my Atlanta, Claus. Yep. Cosa, endorse my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good job, Tressie. That's Yay. the fastest you've ever gotten it. You've gotten so good. It's starting off a new year. Yo, Tressie is starting off 2020 with getting the verse every episode. So that is a goal. You got to keep up that energy for every episode in 2020. Don't Get even worry every about it. verse, bro. I got you, man. I'm here for you. All right. <laughs> that was the verse. Yay. That's you know great. what? We should have started 2020 with a new beat. <laughs> Damn. Well, as long as you can shit on yourself, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's cool. All right. Well, um, shit. Should we go ahead and get into these tops? <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget about the bottoms. Mama. He <laughs> wants to say daddy, maybe. That might be more fitting for that. Yeah, a little more appropriate. Okay. Daddy. <laughs> Yo, what if that wasn't Migos Adlam? Daddy. The way I said it? Yeah, the way you Daddy. said it. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking weirdos. All right, so. What? Let's just go through some top albums. Let's go through some, okay. I mean, I. Overall. Overall. Let's just talk about the year in general. Yeah. Um, Before we, like, say our, our whole tops, I think. <laughs> 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 Before we say the albums that This is a like, queer-friendly podcast, queer by the way Queer-friendly, yeah mm-hmm. anyway. we're, all, we're all on the spectrum We are, I mean, I mean I'm just a little more gay work, than right? you That's it <laughs> 25 states 25 25 25 25 Oh god, this is a great podcast already Um. So yeah, I mean just before we go into like what albums we like the most, like this has been a really, it was a really good year for hip hop. It was an okay year. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, there was a lot of, um, a lot of albums that dropped that I could have, I could have put in my top. So I'm gonna say I it was an, bottom. It two. was an okay year. Like it wasn't a bad year. Well, I know, right? <laughs> it wasn't a great year because I was thinking about like, damn, this year was dope. All yeah. these good projects came out. Mm-hmm. But then I broke it down and thought. How many classic projects came out this year? How many classic? How many classics did we have this year? And with that, I have to say, hmm. it wasn't that many. Not if, very if many any, classics, if any. So that's why I'm 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 bringing I'm dialing back my excitement for 2019. Okay, it was a good year. It was a good year. There was but a it wasn't lot great. of good projects, mm-hmm. but how many classic albums came Got out you. this year? Got you. So. On that note, I'm not gonna say it was like a, it wasn't a bad year. Mm-hmm. Just you know, it was a, it was a good year. It was a good year. Good I year. wish we had time for me to like go through and do like a real analysis on on like a year in hip hop. There like, is time. Ha- we don't have time. The, how are you gonna tell me there's time? You don't know my schedule. I know part of it because I share a cal- part of a calendar with you. But you don't know it. I know like the back of my hand. You know the back. Oh, of your when hand. that get there. Hey. You don't know shit because you just said, when does that get there? Anyway, um, why don't you go ahead and let us know what your top uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Because you right. said you had a hard time with like top ten, so I have right? Six. Yeah, I you started I, with nine, I think. I had like twelve. Again, that's what I'm saying. It was there were a lot of good albums that came out this year, and then I had to narrow it down. And these are albums, not necess- not necessarily saying these are. The albums that I think critically are the best, they're the ones that I enjoyed the best. So it's it's weird. Like, when you review music, at least I've noticed after doing it for a few years, there's definitely a difference between what I personally go back and listen to versus what I critically think was executed and done well. Mm-hmm. There can be some subpar shit that may I can definitely find flaws in. That there's just something about the music that I enjoy more than something that I think may have 
have more bells and whistles or mm -hmm. may have more colors or whatever, whatever the thing yeah. may be. So this is my own personal list, not necessarily like, oh, here's, you know, I think going down to yeah, every I'm single bar. It's the best, the best, of the best. Right? Like, no, this is like what I listen to. This is what to. I like. So yeah. I went back and checked the stats of the shit I was listening to. <clears throat> These are the ones that stood out the most. So mm -hmm. with all this extra, you know, words and word saladness going on, excuse me <laughs> for being on my Pete Buttigieg right now. But word salad? <laughs> <laughs> Pete booty check cheeks? <laughs> Pete booty, booty butt, booty butt, booty butt cheeks. Oh, see, that's, that's my cousin over there. Yeah. We, we didn't even plan that. That was the thing, 2525. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, of course, you guys know what my first one is. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. You guys already know. Uh, you know what I'm saying by Danny Brown. Oh, nice. You guys know me and Danny Brown have a little thing going on. Mm -hmm. uh, but Danny boy, he, he did his thing on this project. Yeah. Um, it was not my favorite project from him. Mm -hmm. I feel like the one that came out previously two years ago, yeah. Atrocity Expo Exposition. Exhibition. Exhibition. Excuse me. Exhibit. Exhibit of, of atrocities. <laughs> I think that was a classic hip-hop record, just in the beats that he, he selected, um, the fact that he's able to rhyme on some of those random, not even six, eight beats. I think there was like a, a, a random like five, four beat, some random Key signatures on that shit. It was dope. Um, time mm -hmm. signatures, excuse me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, this one was a little bit more dialed back. This one wasn't as out there as his last project, but it was still a lot different than a lot of the other projects he's done in that it was a little bit more cleaned up. Um, he kind of had a button-down shirt on. I, 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 I can, like, see this album, him, like, rapping it is, like, him graduating from a t-shirt to like a button-up shirt. Like this was like his like button-up shirt album. Yeah. You know, he still got some sneakers and skinny jeans on, but he's wearing a button-up now. So he's mm -hmm. a little growing up. Um, but it was got his teeth fixed. His teeth his are fixed. He got a TV show. He got some money. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing. And I And he's still the same dude, but just he's still the same polished. guy. He's a little more polished, but mm -hmm. he still has those witty bars. It's mm -hmm. still full of his personality didn't mm -hmm. go away. But he's just not necessarily just rapping about doing a bunch of drugs and fucking a bunch of thick ass white bitches. <laughs> fucking. Right. Um, next one on my list I have in no particular order is Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was just a solid project. It's partially why I picked the verse that I did. I mean, with this project, there's bars, there's catchy songs. Catchy hooks. You've got personality. Mm -hmm. You've got a <clears throat> consistent vibe. It may not be a consistent theme throughout the whole album, but there is definitely a vibe going on. Yeah, throughout there's the project. a feeling throughout the whole yes. thing. Yeah, for sure. And I feel it mm -hmm. when I listen. I feel that you feel it. So if you feel like something when you listen to something, yeah, <laughs> it 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 adds to the enjoyment. Twenty five, right? Yeah. Uh, my next one. Yes. You guys ready? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. Yeah, keep going. Um, Crit is here by Big Crit. Yeah. Fucking love that record. Right. Whenever Crit drops, I fucking love it. I know I got loud. Sound better, bitch. Mm -hmm. Um, whenever Crit talks, I listen. Uh, and he actually did on this album what I wanted him to do in previous albums, which was take a step back, take off the producer hat, put on the artist hat, and just paint me a dope-ass picture. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with this project, he stepped off, he stepped away from being behind the board so much that it kind of retracted from what he was trying to do as an artist. And it's it, that's crazy for me to say because I feel like a lot of his projects, he has built an, an image for himself and a name for himself for creating the whole landscape. So the fact yeah. that he's able to step away... And actually, I feel like give me a little bit more. I think just solidifies his spot in that like mm -hmm. he's one of the goats of our generation. Yes, he may not be as mainstream as the Kendricks and the Coles, but this nigga's right, Rest is skilled, right up there. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, <clears throat> you know. Feel free to pop chime in any. any oh, you want moment. me to? Go? I can go in on some of mine. Yeah, definitely. So you've you've already picked two of the ones that were going to be on mine. Dreamville and Crit. Yeah, Dreamville yeah. and Crit. Well. Uh, I'll get into uh, some of 
I'll get into Crit. Crit was one of the four albums that I already knew that I wanted to be mm-hmm. on my top. Um, I assume. And for, for every single reason you already said. Yeah. Um, Crit, I think he even said that, like, it was it was fun to take a step back and be able to be that artist um, and just, you know, focus on one thing. And I think sometimes, like, it's sometimes it's great to be able to con- uh, create something from the ground up. But um, <clears throat> I think sometimes you got to give yourself a break and see if somebody else can help you out. And I think the yeah. fact that he is able to pre- produce great music in both realms of, of, of... Because sometimes if you are... People say this about J. Cole. Like, if you are producing your own shit, your shit sounds kind of mono... Like, not... It's just, like, too even. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think Crit is one of those producers that doesn't really do that too much. I think um, he's he's very... Uh, he's very... Can't think of the word... But you know, like he does, he's he's versatile in that yeah. in that in that in that um, realm. So it was. I think part of that is that he's he is a southern rapper who is like strong on the NPC type shit. But he also uses a lot of samples. Yes, I feel like the sample heaviness kind of gives Cole him a little too. bit of Cole, variation. What's interesting is that Cole and Crit have a lot of similarities. Huh. Both southern rappers. They are technically yes. <laughs> no, no and, we don't. Well, I, because Cole, I feel like he's in that weird. Is it East he, Coast? Is it the South? Because he moved up to the New York, but no. Because you got like that influence. Yes, Carolina. No, no. I'm talking about like the East Coast stuff. Got it. From like being sort of raised through the ranks by Jay Z kind of thing. Yeah. You know? yeah, but, yeah. But I, I was saying because he's, he's from the Carolinas, which is I think still that, a South. Yeah, but it's closer to That's the, the East Coast than Georgia. North Carolina, I don't know. I would call it South. Yeah, I would it's call south? it South. I'm not saying it's not the South. He's closer to the East Coast than... I mean, he is on the East Coast. He's closer to the Northeast Coast, you mean? Oh, my God. Ah, it's whatever. Geography. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think they both have a lot in common just because, one, they both can engineer, produce, and wrap their asses off to an ex- to to elite levels, you know what I mean? Ooh, elite levels. Yes, they are both very really good at that. And there's only a few people that can do all three, uh, very well. I would say. Um, so those those shit. Who else? I don't know. I I I, I don't even want to try and Tyler. Say Tyler. Tyler. Tyler the creator. Tyler. That is a good. That is a good one to put in there. Yeah, Tyler. he proved it this year. For sure with Igor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, there's only a few of them. But yeah, Crit is here is definitely on there. Um, Revenge of the Dreamers was one of my six. It was not in my top four. Ah, nice. It was um, a floater. Yeah, it was a floater in that five spot. Mm. Um, it was between him and another, uh, him, them and another album. Uh, but Revenge of the Dreamers, I had to think about it. I was like, there's three songs from that. Um, I thought when I first started thinking about that album, I was like, I listened to two songs off of that album a lot. I liked um, Self Love. Self Love is the best love. And that one with Omen. Uh, oh, um, Omen, Dreezy. Uh, yeah, I know. From, I can't remember the name of it. It's a good song, though. And then I it's also really listened song. to Sacrifices. I also listened to uh, fucking. Uh, down bad a lot. Down so, bad, I liked more. I think after, because it came out, and I was like, "Yeah, this is some shit." But but then whenever I would randomly hear it, I'd be like, "Holy fuck, that song is hard!" Like whenever it randomly would come on, uh, whether it was at work or I'm walking down the street and I hear somebody play in their car, I'm like, "Holy fuck, that song is hard as mm-hmm. fuck." Yeah. So like, I would listen to self. Oh, the name of the song is. Where is it? Oh, I'm going to look. I thought I had it. Oh, Lambo Truck was actually pretty good, too, because it was one oh, song that yeah. I yeah, really yeah. liked Kaz on. And reason... Kaz is boring as fuck sometimes. I'm sorry, bro. I know, but, it, but like He's, on that one, it was dope. Like, to hear him and, and reason, reason go back... Yeah, it was and dope. Reason is... Reason's... He's, he's setting himself up to have a 2020. Yes, he's... He's setting himself up for up a 2020. Was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and Absol's back. Anyway, yeah. that's his mother's I mean, shit. 1993 was a dope song, too. Uh, I really liked that one. Wells Fargo always gets me hype if I'm in the gym. So it was, so I had to think about it. I was like, I didn't really come back to this album as much as my uh, my top four. But there's songs. But there's songs in there yeah. that I actually... I, I will say that that, that um, 
Self Love is one song that I came back to all the fucking time. I just loved it so much. Oh, and Got Me. That's the name of it. It's Ari, Omen, Dreezy, and uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, but yeah, those ones were... So that's why Revenge is up there with me. So I, I guess since both of us had a six, we'll do a top six. Cool, but right. yeah, those two. Um, Who else yeah. you got? Um, all my other ones... See if, see if there's any more continuity. Overlap. Yeah. Um, Anderson Pack Ventura. No, um, not on mine. Yeah, I listen to that religiously. I know that album front to back. Um, that was my top played album on Spotify, and I mm. only listen to Spotify, music on Spotify. Got it. Um, he was my top artist. It was that. Um, and I, I listened to him working out too when I was doing a lot of that in the beginning of the you year. You went to a show? When we went to his show. That, was, that shit was lit. I was fucking lit. That like, was fucking lit. I was going crazy on for that show. On a work night. Yeah. Man, I went to a bunch of shows this year on a work night. Me too. Chrissy actually, like, me and Chrissy sat down and we were like, damn, how many, uh, how many fucking shows did we go to? And we sat down, we counted them out. It was like basically once a month. Damn. And I didn't think I was going out that much. I thought I was a little homebody. Big geek. But compared to all these kids, <laughs> you ain't shit. Yeah, exactly. You are a homebody. You know what I mean? Okay, I, I kind of didn't even put pack in pack in there because of the. I don't have ever called this nigga pack before. What's uh, wrong with me? Um, I've. <laughs> I like it. Pac. I, I, uh, I didn't put pack in mine just because of the, the blurred line between like, hip hop and R and B. I guess. If these niggas like Young Thug could be in there, then I know, can be I in know. There. That's why I said it's a blurred line. Like that's why I'm that. I mean, but, people call Young Thug, Bert, all the motherfuckers. So I, that's what I thought about when I was doing this. I was like, they a lot of these niggas is singing, but they're not doing it as well as Pack. So I have Lizzo in mind. Interesting, because I love you. I told you I I came yeah. across that album super randomly. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who the fuck Lizzo was. Mm-hmm. So sorry, y'all. I know we called through the crate, but I missed that one. It's okay. We don't get them all. And I was like, holy fuck. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you and was like, yo, the first mm-hmm. song on this, I'm crying. Yeah. Cause Cause I'm I'm and I was like, oh, fuck. Da, 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 da. Like, it was fucking lit, dude. Like, mm-hmm. it had me like, like, what is this? This is like some 2019 Motown Mix for some like new age shit, and it sounded fucking dope as mm-hmm. fuck. So, Lizzo, cause I love you, was in my my top. Is that a? Are we saying just top albums altogether? Like period. I, can, I, I consider it hip hop because of. Because I don't consider that hip hop. Um, I consider it more hot, uh, pop or R and B. But that's just me. Again, I was on the fence, and that's why. Yeah. I. But still, I would. I would, in all honesty, I would put. You're not gonna agree with it, but I would put Lizzo's album over Anderson Pack's album. Never. I'm sorry, Lizzo. I think you are an amazing artist, but you are not topping Anderson Pack's album. This just never happened. I think it's it's a scientific fact that Anderson Pack's album is way better than Lizzo's. So when you say things like scientific, <laughs> it implies that there's, there's actual science. Data to prove there is. one person is wrong and the other is, is 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 right. It is because everything I say is scientific. It's all opinion, dear. No, this is scientific. I say I say things that aren't scientific. You know, the other day at work, I was like, "A Christmas Story is the best Christmas movie ever because it's a scientific fact. It's not a scientific fact. Nobody based that on science. Everyone always asks me, "Are you are you saying this is for real?" No, Tressie is fucking bullshitting. But I say it's a scientific fact because it's funny because it's not a real fucking scientific fact. It's just my opinion. So let's move on and just understand that this is not a real scientific fact. I don't ever want to explain this again. I should never explain it. So Fuck. everyone on the podcast, just just know that whenever I say things, it's my opinion. And if I ever say something is a fact, I'll ensure the integrity of myself Oh, now we're talking about integrity. The integrity of, okay. of Cedric as a hip hop connoisseur. Connoisseur e uh, <laughs> e what? Uh, e, uh, e regurgitator of of. I was saying e as in like and, and in, 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 in Spanish, in Mexican. Yes. In me- no, 
<laughs> no. What do you mean Mexican? I'm you can't joking. speak Mexican, you piece of shit. I'm joking. You better be it's joking. America. I speak American. Scientific fact that it's not speaking. You speak American? I speak American. In All America. right. Anyway, tangents central. Yes. And I'm <laughs> sorry. I did not mean ma- at Spanish. I speak a lot of Espanol. You don't a speak bit. a lot of. <laughs> I've never heard you speak Spanish a day in your life. Yes, you have, <laughs> motherfucker. Just now. E. <laughs> e king. Anyway. So right. Lizzo's in yours. Okay. Lizzo's in mine. Um, another weird one, I think you you probably don't. I know you don't have this in yours, but it's it's in mine. Because I, I found myself. Not putting this in my top earlier on. Well, I, it was the first half of the year. And then it slowly crept back towards the end of this year to kind of give me some summer vibes back when it was getting summer cold vibes. again. Zoo by Denzel Curry. Okay. It's not a full album. It's definitely kind of got the EP feel, but I love that he kind of took the idea and concept that Vince Staples had with FM <laughs> and just kind of made his own version of that. It's okay. That? What's up? When we reviewed that album, did we say that? I did, yeah. Interesting. I definitely did. I don't remember that. But anyway, go ahead. The internet knows. Um, but yeah, it's it, Zoo was was a good, it had a good vibe. Mm-hmm. And I know we, t- we talk about vibe a lot. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate the word, but yeah. Yeah, but I... I There's no I real other vibe. word to like describe it, though. Because it's, it's, it's a musical feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's. I'm not saying I'm gonna walk away from this getting a ton of fucking substance, right? But I walk away feeling a certain way, mm-hmm. and the music puts me in a certain place. And Zoo was one of those records where it can be 20 below outside. I put on Zoo, and nigga, I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. I'm turned. I think. So I thought about that album, and when I when I thought about it, I was like, okay, the only song I listened to on that album religiously is Zoo. So that was like one of my favorite ones. I think I liked his Taboo album better than Zoo. Yeah. Because um, Taboo was an actual album. Yeah. I feel like Zoo was just some yeah. shit he put out for the summer. Mm-hmm. But I think that speaks, for me, it speaks a lot to him as an artist mm-hmm. that some shit he just kind of put out mm-hmm. as an album-ish was better than a lot of other nigga shit. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. Um... I got an album that you didn't put in yours for sure. What's that? Gold Link. <laughs> Diaspora. Man, that was that was second to last to get dropped from my list. Mm. It was it did make my like top 15. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, Gold Link Diaspora. I know you love this shit. <laughs> I've I've talked about that album on this podcast. If we can ever get Gold Link on this motherfucking podcast, I am going to try. So I can suck his dick the same way I just did Mellows. Whoa. And who else's dick did I suck on here? Kalechi. Kalechi. Yes. I suck all their dicks. I'm such a whore. You're a dick sucker. Anyway, um, that is not a scientific fact. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, It's not? No, it's not. It's not. We just had to say, you said, if I want you to respect my integrity as a hip-hop connoisseur and journalist. Have you? Have I ever sucked dick? Yes. Yes, I've sucked dick before. Then it's a scientific fact. All right, cool. But I haven't sucked their dick. That's not a scientific fact, you fucking No, I just said you're a dick sucker, and that's true. I just had to burp that out. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Fucking. I almost said fucking with a hard ER, but I'm not because mm-hmm. I don't like that word no more. Anyway. No more. No more. Nigga, when was he I using know. the ER? I loved it. You know, I was just, I'm just kidding. No, fuck that. She's half white, by the way. Shut Which the half fuck was up. saying? We have gone, we've gotten so. Do uh, you know the last time you brought up my whiteness? Before the podcast, literally, like, probably, like, 10 minutes ago, before we started the podcast. No, but, like, the last time that you've actually said it on, like, no, it's don't. been a long time. We really? were doing a really good time. We were talking about logic, weren't we? Oh, yeah, we ain't talking about that nigga <laughs> a long time. <laughs> oh, logic sucks. Oh, so does Eminem. All right. <laughs> I'm all Nick Cannon. Anyway, <laughs> get me on Wild Up. Damn. <laughs> I mean, let me just go to one more of mine, I guess. I Wait, didn't get to talk no, about diaspora. No, you didn't diaspora. even say yours. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about diaspora. Um, so, yeah, diaspora. Go link. I mean, from the the uh, the ethereal. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't that have to do with like metaphysical and whatever the fuck? Probably you use the word. I don't. I know. know. I don't. Sometimes I use words that I think I know and I don't know. But anyway, Tina, I know I know this word. Uh, the feeling I get, like the ancestral feeling I get when I listen to that, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, that that album is just amazing. <clears throat> um, 
I, I, I want to dance every time I hear it. I can listen to it all the way through. I don't think there's a bad song on that album. Um, Joke Ting is is good. Fucking, um, what is the other one? What's the, the, one of my favorite songs on that motherfucker? No, it's it's definitely one of those albums that's very primal. Like it it reaches to literally your DNA. Like yes. I feel like my DNA is being tugged. At. Is yeah, it's and it's, it's like bringing you exactly. back to. It's I feel like he went to Africa or some shit and said, "Give me all of like the voodoo." Fuck, not voodoo. I don't know what the fuck. No, it is. like yeah. give me all them shit. Yeah. Put so I can just put this in music form and put that out and like it just called to like. Wherever he went, it's like, okay, now I know my tribe. I know whatever the fuck. Like, it felt crazy. Yeah. It felt insane to listen to that album. I mean, going from You Say to fucking uh, Zulu Screams, that's like just everything on this album is fucking amazing. It's immaculate. He put together to me a a classic album. It may not You think it's classic? I think it's classic. I I have not stopped listening to this album. I, actually, I, if I'm trying to say classic in the terms of, like, classic, um, like, when it comes with, like, major, like, our mass appeal and stuff like that, it might not be a classic in the eyes of everyone else, but it's a classic in my eyes. Okay. Um, it's it's an immaculate album to me. It's dope. That's one. Right. Um. So I only have one more on my list. Let's see. I got two more on my list that I got to go get through. We'll say one more, and then Mm -hmm. I'll get to my last one. Mm Mm-hmm. What else you got? So, I'll give you... So, um, I gave you Big Crit. I gave you Anderson Peck. I gave you Golden Link. Those ones were in my... Those are three of the four that I had that were um, solidified. I'll give you the one that was fighting for that number five spot with um, Dreamville, and that was 2 Chains Rapper Go to the League. Yeah, that was... Like which one? It was on my short list. Yeah, didn't make it. So that one goes into my list because I listened to that album um, a lot more than I listened to a lot of different albums. I mean, if I go back to through that track list, I can tell you about "Money in the Way." I can tell you about the very first track that, like, it's interesting. Like, I felt like he opened that album up to say, "Let's stop fucking around as a people," and then and like like. The whole—I I don't even remember what I—when I, um, we reviewed this album, album, what I said. But a lot of these albums, like this one and Dream, Dreamville, um, they grew on me a lot more as the year went by. Uh, sometimes we we talk about these albums, like, after maybe living with them for maybe a week, like a week. or less. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> like, by Wednesday, we're, we're figuring out what we're solidifying. Um, then we're listening to these albums in between, what you know, our regular lives— and on Sunday we're recording, so um, sometimes I don't think we get enough time to live with them. And I think these two albums are times that uh, that I needed to live with them a little bit more. They didn't grab me right away, but um, rapper go to the the league really grabbed me um, throughout the year. I, I listened to Money Way all the fucking time. I yeah, listen- yeah. I mean that sample. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. You could do it. <laughs> no, uh, it's a great- man. It was it, it it was right there for me. It was mm-hmm. so close. The only reason why I picked the ones that I did pick over it is literally because I went back and listened to these other ones more. Mm-hmm. But the Two Chains album, I think it's one of his better projects. I. I think I can say now, after sitting with it for a while, that it is better than his last project, which is, yes. which is Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. Yes, I think and it I think was definitely better than his last project. The only reason why it's better is because I think there's like two songs on Pretty Girls that I was like, eh. And on this one, I'm like, I can literally listen to the whole thing. Whole thing, whole thing. Yeah. Top to bottom, and I, I'm good. Yeah. Um, And the shit hit different after a while, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. turn on that first song... Even though it's kind of sad, like, not kind of sad, even though it is a very sad song, it still hit. Like, if you feel that shit, you know? So, yeah, Rapper Go to the League was definitely uh, fighting for that that number five spot for me. Got it. Is it time for my last album? Mm-hmm. All right. 
Well, the last album you say. Okay. The Lost Boy, YBN Corday. Interesting. We shat on that motherfucker for getting a Grammy. I no. did, but I. I <laughs> Or not getting a great no, yeah. Being nominated for a Grammy. Uh, But again, this is not which album do I think is Grammy nominated. You know, it's had the best work done on it. It's which Mm -hmm. one did I go back to? And I felt like the album is a moment. Yes, the album is a moment for hip hop because Mm -hmm. of kind of who YBN Corday is and kind of how he rose into prominence. Last last year. Okay. I mean, J. Cole put out the song about Middle Child, and YB and Corday said, fuck your middle child. Had a response. Yeah. And gave his opinion as the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have a bullshit response. He didn't have a mumble rap response. He came with bars. Mm-hmm. And he's a young kid with bars. And I feel like the Grammys pushed him up a little bit because he is a young guy with bars. And a lot of these young guys are kind of just having fun, and they admit to that. They're making a vibe, like we've talked about. YBN is trying to kind of go beyond a vibe, and he's trying to make... Say Corday. Yeah, you keep saying YBN. Corday. YBN is the group. It's okay. But I feel like that's that's Ben's trying even, to keep you real. It's fine. That's even I'm trying to keep your integrity. That's even <laughs> more of the reason why I like it is because the other YBN guy who made it, which was Almighty J. Or no. No, the other YBN, one. The first one who did the bang, bang. With the bang, with the bay with, uh, with the bass sound. Exactly. Exactly. No. The point you don't know. Don't know his name. The fact that you don't remember his name is 2019 and that we know who YBN Corday is mm-hmm. is because he did it right. And he's got a lisp. <laughs> That's all you need, guys. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You get a lisp, and uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yes, there, he's got bars, and that's the reason why we know. Him. Yeah, and he's not afraid to, you know, look back in time and be like, you know what? There were greats that came and before learn. me. Yeah, he's a smart kid. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like learn. So yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised by the project. I'm go a long way, y'all. And I was I was happy with. The overall execution of the project, I don't think it deserves a Grammy nod mm-hmm. over like a, a Rhapsody Eve or a Big Crit. But I listened to his project more than I did Rhapsody. So that's why Rhapsody didn't make my list. And Rhapsody made mine. Oh! <laughs> yeah, she made mine. Uh, I did listen to her album quite a bit throughout the year. I wouldn't say she was... She wasn't up... So she was in my four. She was in my four um, because... So uh, the first four, I always knew. I, was, I knew Anderson Pack for sure. I knew Big Crit. I knew Eve. And I knew fucking uh, Gold Link. So I was listening to all of these albums so many times. I mean, that one with Queen Latifah, I can't ever fucking pronounce homegirl's name. Eva Dataj or whatever the fuck. I, I listened to that one a lot. I fucking listened to... Um, what else is there? I listened to Whoopi a lot because that fuck... Herbie Hancock sample? <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Ridiculous. Stupid. Why? And the bars, though, like, this woman is educating us and she's she's dope. I, I, I mean, even the one with Jid, uh, what's, the call, what's it called? Uh, Iman with Sir and Jid. Like, there were so many good songs on there and, like, I know that I loved this album when we reviewed it, but listening to this album throughout, like, the year, it just gave you so much. And then I also got that feeling that, like, when that I was being spoken to with throughout that, um, what was it, the Raina's interlude. Mm, yeah. So it wasn't necessarily Rhapsody, but it was a homegirl that was doing the spoken word. Right, right. And it's just like, I... I I gravitate towards things that give me an emotional 
um, or intellectual response. And this gave me both. And that's why... Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and that's why I, yeah, I know that was that was good, huh? Emotional electrical, electrical. What? <laughs> it was electric. <laughs> I just ruined it. Wow. But no, emotional and intellectual <laughs> response, and I loved it. Um, it was dope. I really, I really um look forward to seeing like Rhapsody is is up there with. She's she's really making a name for herself as a goat. I think she's really up there with the Kendricks. I really think she's yes. up there with the Coles, um, the Crits. Like she's that that generational. Like we have a solid foundation for the people that are rapping like around our age. And um, I'm just really proud to have a woman like her in that motherfucking like those ranks. Yeah, because there's not a lot of people like I'm, I love you, Nikki, but you don't rap like rap. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love you, uh, fucking Megan, but you don't rap like rap. And Cardi knows that she don't rap like rap. You know what I mean? Like, Nikki's good. Like, she can... She's really good at um, making clever and witty things, but I'd love to see more substance from Nikki if she was to ever, like, catapult herself up. I need somebody that's going to represent us from both sides. You know what I mean? So, I mean, rap doesn't really do a lot of the sides. <laughs> I love what? Like you know, like like a no. Actually, I don't need rap to do that other side. We got, you got enough, other people. For yeah, that. we got a lot of people. Raps up there, like fighting for the females that know how to fucking rap, and we ain't got to be like categorized by our fucking sex. Yeah, I mean that's this, the shit I love. This overall was a pretty solid year for rappers with vaginas. <laughs> it, it was a solid year for rappers with vaginas. Solid year for rappers with vaginas. I yeah, mean, it was great. Know. I mean, the rise. Of Megan The Stallion, I think is already known. Um, we've got Lizzo doing big things. And then, I mean, we've got Cash Doll that drops stacked later. Right. I meant to say she she was an honorable mention. Even though I wasn't the biggest fan of her album, I think she was, she has potential. Yes. She has major fucking potential. Because and she I'd had love to what, hear more. She had what we were missing from Megan, yep. which was, even though it was only like two or three songs... There were songs that spoke about more than just how she's dominating mm-hmm. the dick. Yes. Or, but instead, or taking niggas' money and shit like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I really liked about her. Like, that that um, diary of... What's the first song? The first song, song she had. Yeah. And then the last song. The mm-hmm. first and last song, there was another one sprinkled in there as well. So, but yeah, she had a couple songs that actually had some substance. So, Yeah, very promising. That's an honorable mention for sure. Um... Did you have any other um, albums that you wanted to uh, say that kind of almost made it? Um, I mean, honestly, those the, that was really it. Dope. I, um, you hit on a few of mine, honestly. Like the the yeah. ones that I pretty I I knew it was just, gonna happen. The ones that we I always didn't have some pick, overlap. You were gonna pick, yeah, because Eve was like right there. Yeah, we always have some overlap. Eve was right there. Yeah, I mean, Danny Brown. That was a good album. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I do know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't I think I was almost about to put him in there just because it was Q tip. And that was like Tressy. And that's your guy. guy. <laughs> but um Yeah, because Q tip was the executive producer for that right. project. And uh Igor also gets an honorable mission. Thank you. Yes, Igor was up um, there as well. Yes. Igor though was Unfortunately, something that I just I just didn't get into it all the way. I I loved Earthquake and I loved a couple of different songs in there, but I actually noticed that I would go when I'd listen to Igor, I'd go back to You Say from Gold Link, mm. and I loved the way that Tyler was rapping on You Say. Tyler fit perfectly on that, that right? Song. That I don't know what it is, Amazing. but like not just what he was saying, but like his voice mm-hmm. fit. Perfectly on that song. And Tyler has one of those voices that's extremely distinct. Like you yes. know it when you hear it. It's super So, so like it doesn't fit on everything. It doesn't, it doesn't fit with everything. Right. But Gold Link picked like the he's like, yo, I need Tyler on this. And it was fucking perfect. Right. Right. Perfect. Um, another honorable mention for me mm-hmm. was um I just forgot. <laughs> was um scientific fact, you forgot. That's a scientific fact, right? It's a fact. He forgot, and it's a fact. Um, who else? Is, um, oh, you can't sit with us was good. You can't sit. With I us wanted was to good. say pivot game. Uh, could have gotten there. Um, 
I think I had them at number nine or ten on my list. I just went. I just didn't go back to it a ton. I knew it. Um, I liked the beats. I liked the bars. I just. I'm not sure why I didn't go all the way back to it. I think it's because we were also reviewing a ton of music at the time too. There was a lot. Yeah. It's hard when you're reviewing a lot of music and, and like trying to find things that you can go back to, to uh, to listen to for ple- pleasure. Like after we record, like I, you guys, creators, I know you guys gotta know this that like after we do an episode, we go and I I, I actually go and clear my palate by listening to some jazz. I think I've said this before, but <laughs> um, and then I go and I like on Tuesday I start to. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, I start listening to, uh, like, anything. Like, that's when I start going into, like, my discoverable thing. And so Mondays and Tuesdays was, would kind of be like us. You can't sit with us. But um, it'd mostly be like a diaspora and um, Ventura and Eve type of thing. Because those albums were crazy. But I, to be honest, though, I cannot wait to see what Pivot Gang does. Like, everybody from Pivot... I can't wait to see what they have in store because everybody eats fucking uh uh Joseph Chillian has had had some great songs uh fucking Fresh Waters. Yeah. I mean we already know Saab. Like I I can't wait to see like what that whole collective does and what they bring out uh for 2020. Earth Gang. Oh yeah, Earth Gang Maryland. Mir- God, how did I fucking forget about Earth Gang? Um didn't make my list cuz I didn't go back to it as much. And I think overall it was just a lack of depth of bars, but the landscape they painted was solid. So Earth Game made my short list, but they didn't quite make the final cut. You know who didn't make our our short list either? Or mine? And I'm kind of like Who? Eh. Whom? Schoolboy. Schoolboy Q. No, that's fine. It wasn't that great. It wasn't as good as Blank Face at all. No. Yeah. I think you could get into a different discussion about like best songs or singles mm-hmm. that would be surprisingly different from this list of best albums. Oh, definitely. I mean, you guys aren't going to agree with this, but who you know who else made my short list? Mm. Future's Wizard. And that's where you lose me. It was solid, bro. Solid. Don't hit on Future. So- the suspense stab is because... It wasn't solid. That's just a very uh, interesting take. But go ahead. <laughs> that was also one of the albums I listened to the most of the year. And I can look back at it and like, this is not a hip-hop classic. You know? But it's yeah. like, one of the things that I do think happens with these, when you look back at music from the year, sometimes it hits at the right point and sometimes you 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 find that an album's bigger because it's like, it it... It talks about, like, the movement or, like, what culture was like at the time. Speaks to the now. Yeah. And I wouldn't even exactly say that this speaks to the now, but it's, like, future being the most future he can be. And you're, like, maybe this is almost like a swan song about, like, the end of that era. But it's, like, he he nailed so much of, like, the futureness on it. And it's, like... Why do I keep coming back to this? Why? Because I won't be listening to it. I won't even be listening to it. And the songs would pop into my head. Mm. Wizard was good. Yeah. Mm. And I'm, I'm not... I'm not. In I think biggest... that's why I brought up uh, You Can't Sit With Us because I would have those songs pop in my you head. You those moments too. I used to always be like, No, I ain't no, 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 no. Wait. No, I ain't looking for no hero, no horror. You know, I used to... like. I, I was singing that this morning. Randomly. I mean, I know we had the, uh, you know. I'm just singing, singing it this way. Singing morning. it to yourself? Robbing mm-hmm. the artist of streams? <laughs> oh, play that. Play that on Spotify. Yeah. Play that, play that, play uh, that. But yeah. Play I mean, uh, I thought it was also interesting that um, I was listening to Pivot Gang more than I was listening to Beast Coast because I am a very big ha- fan of Joey and uh, <clears throat> I wish that shit was better than it was. So. I only listened to it once. Yeah. I was hyped for it though. Me too. I was too. so hyped because the little videos they put out beforehand, yep. the little freestyles, they mm-hmm. brought back fucking the basement. Yeah, they did. Tigger in the basement. <gasps> you nigga. know what would be a good crew fucking fight? Beast Coast and uh, Pivot. Who do you think is going to win? Not fight, but you know, bars and shit. Bars? 
Bar for bar? Mm. I don't know, man. That's hard. That's hard, right? That's hard. That's son. a hard one, right? That'd be kind of that. Nah, bro. Dope. I would want to see a four way fight though. If we gonna do that, a four way what? You see those two, right? What'd you say, Beast Coast? Uh huh. You said Pivot. Uh huh. I want TDE and I want Dreamville no, too. See, I say Beast Coast and Pivot because that's kind of like a younger. They don't have like an OG with them. You know what I mean? Dreamville and TDE got an OG with them. Okay, take out Kendrick and... Uh, well, nah, you're right. <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean? There are a bunch of OGs over there. There's a bunch of OGs over there. No, okay. But, I mean, that'd be a nice card. Pivot and Beast Coast? Pivot, Beast Coast, and then the See main event, happens. TDE, Dreamville. Let's do it. Pay-per-view. Let's do that shit. Hosted by Through the Crate. I Let's mean, do it. what are we saying right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, those are our albums. Oh, you know what I should have done? I should have gave us the hip hop cafe shit. Just blew my ears off. <laughs> it wouldn't be through the crate if I don't blow my ears off at least once fucking podcast. Like, this is crazy. Anyway, I didn't mean to do that like that. I, I said, <laughs> you know what I should have done? I should have <laughs> hit him. Didn't even mean to hit him like that. But anyway, we transition, right? Um. Now let's go ahead and uh, let's get into some some top news stories of 2018. You know what I mean? All right, let's start with a fun one. A fun one. Let's do it. Um. So if you recall, there was something called the OSA. OSA. <laughs> oh, say can uh, you calm down? Calm down. Stop. 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 Twenty five. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Please calm down. <laughs> so the OSE is a robotic vibrator who was created by uh, who or Laura DiCarlo. And she won an award from the Consumer Electronics Show. But then she got banned because they said that the vibrator did not fit into any categories. Then they got a bunch of shit from a bunch of, you know, woman protesters. Who listens to them? Ugh. Shut your fucking face. Scientific exactly. fact, he hates you, he hates women. And uh <laughs> yeah, please don't let this recording come back on me in like 10 years, Jank Uger. Um, uh, whoa. After a bunch, a whole bunch of like backlash from a bunch of women's groups, yep. you know, CES, going back to Ose, mm -hmm. was like, you know what? We lied. You do deserve to win. So I feel like it's just it's just a bunch of sexism. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that was a crazy story, and it, I think it should have been bigger than what it was, but it was a crazy story uh, in 2019 because, like, you're just, like women's reproductive rights, women's sexuality, women's sexual health, like, all these fucking things are just, just not, um, what was the word I'm thinking? Like, they're not trivial? They're, they're trivial to be... They're not... not they're tri not trivial. They're not not trivial. <laughs> Wait, they are trivial? They're they're, tri they're trivial to people. Got it. Okay. Is what I was going to say. All right. Like there we are. Uh, what I was going to say is they're not uh, taken into account because they're just like... Like, men just don't think about it or like, whatever. Like, not all men. I'm not saying you, but you know what I mean? Like, in oh, general... Oh, the woman's body. Who cares? <laughs> please me. Please. <laughs> All you're here for is for to give me birth. Oh my God! The other day I was watching this fucking feminism versus men's rights thing. Man, man, bullshit. Um, I'll, I'll, that's a tangent. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but yes, like that. That the fact that it won in robotics and then they took it out, and then they said, "Oh my bad, uh, women do can win shit for sexual shit. My bad," and we gave it back to you. I know that was like fucking dumbass layman's terms explanation, but like it's dumb. It's like that's the shit that women have been going through all of our lives. It's crazy. Since the beginning of time. Beginning of time, niggas. Just Adam like, and Eve. Bitch. Like, nah, that was that bitch's fault. She ate the apple. Right. There's this uh this skit on uh, Saturday Night Live where they have like, oh, uh, you need to pee in the middle of the night. I just created this whole pee thing. And so it kind of looks like a penis pump, but you, like, pee into it, and you put, like, the tube from, like, there's, like, this long-ass tube from your bed that goes into the uh, toilet, right? So, like, you could just pee at night, and it doesn't, you don't pee in the bed, you pee in the toilet. And then so a woman walks, walks in and says, do you have one for women? He goes, uh, uh, it's basically this. 
But it's a it's the funniest thing. That skit I saw, it was so right. funny, but because mainly the guy did not understand how women worked. Yeah, he, he's like, do you, do you have a which so, hole? You, does which it hole come would out? I would like, I make it for? Or like, what's happening? So that's what I was. It was just hilarious to like see that shit. Because <laughs> the world the world is built around men. Yes, you know things like this. There were, there were little things like the um the seatbelt. The way we put seatbelts in cars, we figure out the, yeah, the size based on my the uh, like, no like average other. height of men. It's like, well, any woman, or like, you know what? You know. Or 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 those uh the the um <laughs> the over the chest bags that are cool nowadays. Yeah. I can't wear them shits because my boobs too big. This is discrimination, y'all. <laughs> they get smaller boobs. <laughs> oh, I need a reduction. I then, can't wear super won't... skinny pants because then my dick will show. So I mean, because your dick's too big. What's the problem? Twenty five. Twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I need to get a breast reduction to wear cool clothes. Got it. That sucks. So, um, speaking about <laughs> breast and vagina, breast and vagina. Y'all know this is what happens when you get there us was, drinking. There was another story that came out that I thought was pretty fitting and kind of touched on some. Bigger topics. Okay. They were touching. Um, touching on topics. We're touching like, on topics like fucking hands on titties. Hey, uh, hands on the titties. 25, 25. Um, <laughs> so Ellen DeGeneres was caught at a football game. Yes. Chumming it up. With Bush. With George Bush, the son, the, the, mm-hmm. the little Bush. Yeah. And little Bush. <laughs> the little Bush. <laughs> And, you know, when she was confronted, she's like, yeah, so what? So I have friends who think differently than I do. No, nah, but you have... It's like, nah, bitch, you have friends. And have I said, like bitch, because it's, it's, it's actually a fitting term. When you have friends like George Bush, like, no, that bitch killed people. Mm-hmm. And bitch, you agree with him. You a bitch, too. <laughs> so Cedric clearly canceled Ellen. But no, like, that was a huge story for 2019. I think it was crazy because... It, and that's why we actually posed the question, like, how do you guys choose your friends? Because, I mean, this man doesn't do anything morally or, like, he was the representation of a, a horrible, like, administration prior to, like, the mo- the worst, uh, no, would, would we say the worst? I wouldn't say we've said the worst. One of the worst in the... T- one of the worst oh, in... shoot, it started in the 21st century. I'm so, trying to qualify it, but... So, no, it's one of the worst that we've had to yes. date. And I think the destabilizing effects of the yes. Iraq war and the Afghanistan war could, in history, potentially show that Bush was a worse president than Trump was. Hmm. It's possible. That's, that's an interesting Because he, had, he yeah. had two terms. Yeah. So he had twice as much time to do damage. Had, and he, he we got us that. into the Middle East. Mm-hmm. You can talk shit about Trump for not getting us out, but... Who's the motherfucker who started it? Right, right. Like, why are we there in the first place? Why are we place? there in the first place? So, I mean, yeah. So, it's it's kind of like... Geek, geek. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, just like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I had a pro- I had problems with that. Like, one of the things is she, she says a difference of opinion, and he was, like, central to trying to outlaw gay marriage in, in yes. the United States. Yes, uh, 100%. Like, wow, he made it know, a big point. Yeah. So, it was like, that, that's huge, but... One of the main things was he he's, he doesn't really come out and apologize for these things. Nope. Like, after he, he left office, he was like, well, I guess you're done with me. I'm just going to go back to my ranch. And we kind of appreciated that we didn't have to deal with him. But it's like not saying anything isn't the same as an apology. Isn't mm-hmm. it the same as, like, actively working to fix the problems that you made? Exactly. You know, like, one of the, one of the biggest um, steps that George W. Bush took in his post, you know, presidential political history is helping to get Brett Kavanaugh into a Supreme Court seat. It's like, what, you know, how is this guy like the friendly dude? You know, he's he's not really making amends for his his past. There's no amends to be made. And you know what? Even the the thing that I thought was craziest about the story hey, is open a beer. Sorry, go ahead. She started off about how she's friends with um. Who's who's the dude that owns Cowboys? Jimmy something? Um, James? Rob, Robert Kraft? No, Cowboys? No, Kraft is the Kraft Patriots. Is, yeah. Well, anyway, that dude is an ass, you know? So she was invited. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was invited by a family that rides with all this, you know, horrible stuff and then got seated next to the um, 
foreign president that Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Thank you. I knew it was a J. Yeah. And then JJ. And then got seated next to the former president. It was like it, you. This was bad all the way up. Right. Right. And it, she was just like, well. She was looking at this from a very elitist point of view. It's like, mm-hmm. they're nice to me. You know, they're not bad and then, people. The only reason why you're friends with them is because you guys are in the same elite circles. So you're both rich as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, you wouldn't know these people if you weren't rich. Like, if you strip everything material, material about you, where do your morals and values lie? And you are not going to be seen in the same circles of these people ever. They don't want you to be able to be with Portia. And mm-hmm. you are okay with this shit. Like, that's that, and, that's the shit that's, that kills me about her. And so this is... I know this isn't one of the stories we're going to be talking about, but I got to bring it in here. Yeah. It's, it's the whole thing about people using other people for photo ops or for... for 100%. For just to say, like, oh, that's my black friend. Mm-hmm. That's you my know, gay friend. But that's my gay friend. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Trump can look at Kanye friend. and be like, "That's my black friend." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like there's this this thing that happened in 2019 where I feel like the internet is is now the the main source of media for people, right? And so when you have these situations, these rich people get exposed. Or these 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 people who have a lot of these issues, they get exposed, and the internet gets to just have full say. Right. And so when she was, when it happened, there were people looking at it from both sides. Mm-hmm. I feel like the mainstream media was looking at it a lot of like, well, she's just friends with a with a person, and Twitter and shit was like, nah, fuck you, bitch. Like, so it was it it went kind of both ways. So I feel like that was a. Uh, that was fun to see. Yeah. So, um, we got a couple of more things that we wanted to get through. That 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 basically, I mean, yes, that was fun to see. That to, it was interesting to see, like how people were going to, um, like just how how those photo ops come to be. Um, but I think we should go ahead and switch to like the top three um, of what we have for. Uh, Culture, I think the top thing, I, three things I think that happened in culture were I'll just go ahead and name them real quick. I mean, yeah, ASAP Rocky was a big one. ASAP Rocky was a big which one, which has to do with the whole my black friend because yes. Trump tried to take credit exactly. for that. That's what I was. Thank you for the uh, the segue because I was really hard. Uh, I, I don't know, drunk, <sighs> drunk. Uh, so yeah, um, Trump tried to take credit for getting ASAP Rocky released from Sweden, right? Which it was not his. Like he couldn't take credit for that shit. We all know how that story went down. Um, Another thing I think that was that's interesting to talk about is the Meek Mill case. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing him get uh, um, like all the support that was put behind him and all the money that had to be put behind him in order for his case to go the way that it should have gone right. um, was kind of disheartening but also um, inspiring in the same sense. It was kind of bittersweet. It's like he shouldn't have had to have Jay-Z, Jay-Z and all these motherfuckers spend as much money as they had to in order to get his case um, reheard and all that right. shit. You know what I mean? Especially since G-Eazy got caught in Sweden with coke and assaulting somebody and they just let him go. Yeah, they let his white ass go. Yeah. Love you from Oakland, but I mean... Right, it's, come it's, on, it's, This is what's happening. And I'm pretty sure G-Eazy would fucking agree. He did. He yes. posted it and was like, this is some bullshit. This is some bullshit, right? So it's crazy. Um, So, yeah, that... that it was, a, it was a big year for, like, kind of understanding how these things uh, go. Yeah. I think it's also um we definitely can't uh end this episode without mentioning what we've been talking about all year, which means Drake and his fucking teenage uh friends that he's trying to get. Yeah, bro, it's weird. So we yeah, we had an episode that we didn't actually get to post to you guys, but we definitely spoke on the Drake thing. It's the Pod Slam episode that you guys if you guys uh And I feel remember. like we hit it first and no one else was talking about it right. then, but it's okay. It's here okay, we are shit now. happens. And, yeah, Drake likes teenagers. It's weird. He's talking to Billie Eilish. He's Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, yep. chick. What's the other girl? Um, there was a model. I don't remember her name. I apologize. But she was underage. She was a model. She was underage. Soon as she turned. Six, he met her when she was 16. Mm-hmm. And then he got caught out to dinner with her twice when she was 18. So the it was some tiger she shit. It was some tiger shit. 
room in some a R. Red Kelly shirt. shit, bro. R. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some you're like you're getting these girls when they're young. You're mm-hmm. you're making them trust you because the the thing that it makes it worse to me is the quotes that the young girls use when they describe their relationship with Drake. Oh, he's so nice. Oh, we're friends. What do you guys talk about? You're you're 13. We talk about boys. Like, what the fuck, dude? What's wrong with this nigga? Right. And then um we also and then the last one, I would just say Jay-Z being a billionaire. Actually, you know what? That that's a large, that's a large section. It's big, but it 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 talks about, I mean, he helped cap. Mm-hmm. He helped Cap. He helped uh, Fran. Uh, uh, I'm looking at my phone and saying words that don't make sense. Um, <laughs> he helped Cap. He he helped Meek. Like he he helped these people, and so him being a billionaire puts him in a position to do a lot of positive things. But I think just a way to kind of trail off kind of one of the themes of 2019 is. It's great that we have a black billionaire, but should billionaires even exist? Right. And that's, that's you know what, that's the question we're going to leave you guys with right now. Should bi- billionaires even exist? Um, yo, we really appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, we appreciate all that you guys do. Um, if you want to find us where we are, go ahead and uh, tell them where we are on the Through internet. the crate. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere on through the crate. Give it to me now. Everywhere through the crate, bitch. That's right. it. Through the crate, bitch. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Search. Everywhere. Google it. All right. We love y'all. We got some good, Erica. good shit uh, coming for you guys thanks. here. Big, big thing. Big things. We wanted to give you guys the first episode of 2020, just letting you guys know what we thought about last year. And then for 2020, from here on out, we're about to be giving y'all some Sky's fucking, the limit, yo. Fucking fire, y'all. Sky's the limit, yo. Sky's the limit. We love y'all. We out this motherfucker. Deuces. I'm going to go worldwide. I'm going to go nasty. Get an arm strong. You can get it if you ask him. Nigga, make me go tap into my ratchet. I'm going to go left eye when I get the matches. I'm going to hit the blood. I ain't even gon' pass it. My girl's pullin' up if you ever want static. Rap is a savage. I don't bear malice, but I go crazy. That you try to play me. Go up like Cardi, don't talk on my baby. I ain't no blood, but I might go crazy. Chicks don't faze me. I'm just like Beyonce. I ain't feelin'